welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, as we will prove uh, midweek, but we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, you can follow the show at HEFPod. Email the show, that is Frankfurt at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash HEFPod. Uh, all of the latest news in English language covering the Eintracht. Uh, don't do this show alone. And aside from uh, Nibbly Dogs, I am uh, joined on this podcast by none other than Nathan in St. Louis. Hello, Nathan. Hey, Brian. There's a lot of games that happened between last and last time we spoke. Indeed, indeed. Are you talking about Major League Baseball, or are you just talking about the Eintracht? Yeah, <sighs> you can, look, you guys are gonna look. You guys are gonna win the. You guys are going to win the National League Central Division. I kind of have a weird feeling that, you know, you guys are going to play that old school kind of ball that will roll through the playoffs as my own beloved Royals did uh, for two consecutive seasons where we then won a crown. But, you know, (laughs) y'all have got plenty of crowns in the course of y'all's history. So I think, especially after the Blues won, I think St. Louis is covered. But, yeah. you know, that's just me being envious <laughs> of not having an NHL team of my own. Goodness me, we always get off track by, you know, talking about our own American sports interests. But, <laughs> Nathan, uh, the Eintracht has been up to quite a lot recently. News on yeah. the pitch, news off the pitch, transfers as the transfer window closed. And, you know... As some dogs feel about uh, these kind of things, such as my own Emmy, the Golden, the Eintracht Golden. Uh, when I ask her how does she feel about the losses of the Eintracht in the transfer market, my hand usually gets chom- uh, chomped on <laughs> <laughs> for the remainder of the podcast. So, uh, uh, opinions are being shared there. But uh, Ante Rebic, uh, no longer an Eintracht player. Uh, 25 million euros uh, to the Eintracht from AC Milan. Technically, he's on loan because mm-hmm. due to their financial fair play uh, things, they were running afoul of that, but decided to pull out of the Europa League, which went to uh, Torino. Uh, 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 Torino uh, FC of Turin. The other side of Turin, uh, the same city that Juventus uh, more famously right. is known from being from um, they took over their spot in uh, the Europa League, and AC Milan was just like, if we don't participate this year, will we avoid any penalties at least for one more year? And they said yes, and then they said, all right, we we abstain, and it just went down. A kind hmm. of a, it's like they're taking their lunch, but they're also realizing that hey, we have to. Uh, really go gung-ho for it. And the Serie A is a kind of weird league like that, that uh, that sort of thing can happen. So, well, best of luck to Ante Lejevic. Uh I do think that he, well, I wish that he would have made his move to AC Milan earlier so that I could have said a proper farewell when he came, right. when AC Milan went on their summer tour of the United States and played in Kansas City against this team from Bavaria, yeah. Who in the city of Bavar- this Bavarian city they host 
something called Oktoberfest, which is uh, full of uh, yummy uh, Marzen goodness. I mean, we can talk about that sort of beer probably for at least an entire episode <laughs> of this podcast, but we'll refrain from going too far into the Marzen conversation. Uh, Nathan, let's get to the more important business, which is the Bundesliga yes. business, uh, before we talk about Europa League and other news about the Eintracht. And it was a visit to Bavaria, though not that big Bavarian side, a lesser side, a side outside of the city of Munich. Can I call them our bulky team at this point? Because FC Augsburg, uh, Zwei, Eintracht, Eins, Yuck. Mm. It was a weird, weird boogie, boogie team, boogie team playing their boogie game against us. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I mean it. It sounds weird to say that a team is your bogey team, but let's be honest. The last time that any of us can really recall an Eintracht thorough win over Augsburg, uh, Marco Fabian was kicking ass and taking freaking names and that does feel an ancient time ago because he's now in year two playing yeah. in major league soccer uh, <laughs> um well let's look at this so marco lecter i was able to score the first goal in case anyone does not remember uh, that boy had a little bit against the eintracht last campaign uh philip max uh, was a fullback that a lot of people were kind of touting as the next big thing. For Florian Niederlechner was able to pump away uh, yeah. that goal over there. Emmy, I know how you feel about Augsburg, but gee, leave me alone. <laughs> um, at, at the half, sitting there, well, I wasn't sitting there. I was standing there watching the Bundesliga in the home of the Bundesliga in Kansas City, KC Beer Company. And all I could think in my head was, God dang it, I knew this could possibly happen against these buggers. And it was happening once again. Uh, the kind of lineup that we did toss out there, some people were really excited about it. Some people, not so much. Uh, so, Timothy Chandler was uh, back in the starting lineup after some mm-hmm. time out. And so, yes, uh, Kostic uh, made way for him. Uh, Gibral So uh, made his debut for the Eintracht in the Bundesliga. We also had Silva up top with Paciencia. Rotating quite a lot. I would say yeah. uh, enough to make me happy with knowing that we are taking on a campaign on three fronts. But the right. fact of the matter is uh, that, you know, well, crap, we were beaten by two pretty decent goals. I wish that Timothy Chandler's uh, return would have been better. So was uh, so bad. I mean, yeah. more like so invisible. That probably be a No infield. Uh, no midfield. Rodad didn't have the best of games. Abraham, Hasebe, Hinteregger looked like a man on a mission, but, you know, he just wasn't able to inspire the team Mm -hmm. to greater heights. And you just got to be like, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's just not going to turn out the way that you want it. 
and we right. had a lot of guys uh, sitting on the bench, and a lot of guys who weren't even included in the match day squad who would be expected to be playing on a certain Thursday coming up. And right. hey, when you're having to rotate, this can happen. It just sucks yep. that it always happens because these guys they always bite us right in the butt. Yeah, we. It was good to see the rotation that we had out there. I liked seeing Silva out there for the first time, and and Kamada put up a good showing. Um, like you said, the midfield wasn't great this time around. Uh, da Costa was there at times and doing his thing. It's good to see him back after taking a Bundesliga game off for the first time in forever. Um, yeah, it, Hinteregger could have. It, it would have been great to see him have a fantastic game against his former club and really rub it in their, rub it in their faces. But um, he did at least save one goal, which would have probably been either the two to one deciding factor or the three to one at that point. We just weren't pushing through, um, which is really frustrating because we had enough, we had a lot of chances and I still see a lot of promise with, uh, namely Kamada. Coming oh, God, out. love he's, that boy. He's, he is filthy talented. So um, I just, every game we see him, we see him do more and he's more confident. And um, so it'll be interesting to see how he continues to develop. But otherwise, yeah, it was, everyone was pretty middling. Well, and then the Niederlechner goal, the second one. Oh. What are you going to um, do? Not going to lie. That curler, that's going to be up for, if it doesn't win, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to win goal of the week. And it yeah. will, obvi- I mean, obviously, do, do, do that, uh, be up for goal of the month. Thing is, it probably will win goal of the month. It was just a, such a curling shot. And you saw, I saw that go off and I was just like, oh, damn it all. I just knew it was bound for the goal. And it went in and I voiced my protest and some other people were like oh feeling bad and then I showed them the goal and they were just like oh damn yeah Hasebe's reaction oh, was everything <laughs> on that one just a sheer son of a right. bleep 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 uh, but I mean we, we live and learn on that one those three points sting but um, hopefully there's some stuff to grow on with that game especially going into this weekend where we need all everything firing on all cylinders indeed um actually a bright spot that uh it should be noted uh, what did you think of dominic cook coming on in, in the second half uh Jibble, so um i think that could really kind of like had right. his best match for the eintracht that he has shown uh in europa league and uh bundesliga so far this season yeah, when did he come on? It like came at, on a half to half. At half, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played he played fantastic. It, it is definitely a spark. We did play a, a, I feel like a better half in the second. Um we we're more focused on trying to score. And then he had he had a fantastic uh shot on goal. Um I think it sailed over, but you know, he 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 on all fronts he was he was doing his thing and Really made that midfield a little more sustainable. Um, yes, so was just not there at all. 
Um, yeah, other than that, not much to talk about. <laughs> Chandler, yeah. I think Chandler played okay for a first game in forever. So I think there is a bright spot with him at least holding his own on a wing back situation where someone like Kostic is owns that position right now. So obvious that uh, that when Kostic is out, that his presence is missed, and you just kind of have to Very scratch true. your head and wonder. It's like, all right, it's not that Chandler is a bad player. It's just that Kostic is such an upgrade. I mean, yeah, that that sounds mean to say, but I mean, because Chandler, I think, has been an erstwhile top performer for the Eintracht, and you know. With um, this is his first real uh, major, his first start since uh, being out for all last season, and you know, yeah. come back from injury. Look, it, sometimes it takes a very long time to get back into the sink of things, and he he has shown with the eye track to have moments uh, as he's kind of been making his comeback, and Kostic being saved for the Europa League is. Uh, you know, not a bad thing. Um, but Chandler, I th- look, I think given more time, he will provide us with better moments going forward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a, a, a somewhat of a down game, perhaps, and still kind of did some pretty good things. Yeah, moving forward, we have... I mean, the one bright spot at the beginning of this game was just I was just smiling at how much depth that we do have and how much um, firepower we had on the bench that was just probably not even going to play. And they mm-hmm. you know, most of them didn't. So um, I'm looking forward to that this season still. <laughs> Indeed, it is still a very young season. And think of where we were two years ago as the Eintracht wound other season down the era of... Uh, as as Eintracht was able to wind their season down, eventually win the DFB Pokal. If anyone needs to be remembered, uh, reminded of that, uh, actually, you are able to watch that on Amazon. Uh, this is football. Uh, pretty <laughs> lovely profile that they do on the Eintracht. Uh, mm. Part of uh, about half of the episode devoted to that on the Eintracht, the other half devoted to Chelsea FC in their run against Bayern Munich. A uh, constant uh, theme there. Uh, but the end, that end of an era with Niko Kovac, the team, you know, like if you looked at the bench that was available to us during the DP Pokal, for example, <laughs> the right. changes that we have made, the upgrades that we have done, the kind of development we have done, you know, is quite impressive and one that is destined to pay its dividends in the long term and hey you know what you will lose a match i mean Bayern will lose random matches to these uh to augsburg as well as they did last Oktoberfest uh time period and it's really a matter of uh you know timing and everything else so I think that's enough to say about Eintracht versus Augsburg. Uh, with that kind of being said, uh, Nathan, are you ready for hashtag what are we drinking? Why the hell not? You know, all right then. It is October fifth season, the time of drinking beer. What, Nathan, what are you drinking? Water. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> last Tuesday, I brewed. Uh, I, I started a Mertzen, but it will not be ready until probably Thanksgiving due to the lagering that needs to take place on one of those beers. So uh, more recently, I've been indulging myself with uh, Sam Adams Meritson, which a lot of people may not think is a top shelf Oktoberfest beer, but I genuinely appreciate what they do with that beer. And I have some Eyinger in the fridge. That's typically those two are my go-to Oktoberfests if they're not a homebrew. Um, what, what do you got? You know, I am giving, it is warm in the Midwest, and I am giving summer its last due. Uh, Der Bauer, uh, you can find that on my Twitter feed. That is at KeySGE. My salute to summer as it is fading away, as we build up to the fall with Marzen, with Lederhosen, with Eintracht. Uh, Der Bauer. The summer seasonal from KC Beer Company, uh, a lovely dry and hoppy farmhouse uh, beer that anyone can enjoy, especially when you uh, mm-hmm. happen to visit Costco and get it at a supreme discount on that day. So, ha! <laughs> 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 Worked out for me. And uh, works out for the pup, too, who is also a major fan. Aren't you, sweet girl? <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for uh, segment one of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. We'll be back in just a gif with segment two, previewing Eintracht versus Arsenal. And some other news and notes hovering around the Eintracht. Stay with. Segment two of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt here. Brian and Nathan Amy the Golden, Eintracht's biggest supporter when it comes to dogs. Uh, <laughs> if any other dog is as big of an Eintracht supporter as Emmy, please let us know. Uh, the Twitter feed Lady is at HEFPOD. <laughs> I was showing you guys pictures of my dog with uh, Frankfurt garb on during the game. So she'll fight uh, her to the end for that. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. That being said, in terms of fighting spirit that the Eintracht has shown, um, guess where we will be returning? A fighting spirit that was seen uh, stateside uh, will be the scenes of Eintracht uh, in their uh, training for uh, during the winter pause for the second yeah. year in a row. Eintracht will be participating in the annual Florida Cup. Four teams involved are Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, the opposition for Eintracht's lone match in the United States is against Hertha Berlin, alongside South American sides uh, Corinthians uh, and São Paulo, in addition to a Colombian outfit Atletico Nacional. Uh, hmm. If anyone has uh, seen uh, the first season of Narcos or watched uh, the ESPN 30 for 30, uh, but the to, to Escobar's, you'll know exactly which uh, Colombian side I am referencing. Mm. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Eintracht will be training at the IMG Academy in Bradenton. And needless to say, Freddie Bowers was excited uh, when this news broke. 
and kind of talked uh, to Bundesliga.com in regards to the excitement that he felt towards uh, Eitrach returning to the United States. Uh, he very much has been impressed more, so I think with facilities uh, in Florida than maybe he was with the facilities that he has seen in the United States, but has said that the United States is a place that they want to continuously return to because yeah. of the high quality of facilities. So it's basically saying, you know, we love Florida a lot, but everywhere else has treated us well, and that includes Utah, that has included uh, San Jose, that has included the Seattle area, Columbus, you know, Philadelphia, yeah. quite a lot of places uh, that are uh, up in the runnings for uh, a spot for the t- uh, to be hosting the uh, 2026 World Cup. Uh, venues to still be determined by FIFA. Uh, no money that will be exchanging hands over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eintracht will Never. be... Exactly. Eintracht and Hertha both returning uh, uh, to the United States within the last calendar year. Eintracht was most recently in uh, Florida for the uh, the 2019 version this past January of the Florida Cup. And Hertha, as the uh, Bundesliga season had wrapped up, did a multi-city tour uh, I know of them playing in California and in uh, Wisconsin, uh, and hmm. and in uh, uh, well, they at least went to California and they also played. Uh, so they played against a USL outfit in Wisconsin, in Madison, Wisconsin, oh, the cool. state capital there, and also uh, were in uh, what was that uh, Minneapolis, uh, the Minneapolis St. Paul area to take on Minnesota. You United at the ah, new yes. Allianz, uh, Allianz, uh, not arena, uh, the Allianz stadium that is there. <laughs> uh, not the not similarities, one. uh, between, uh, two, between that company, uh, not lost on any Bundesliga fan. So Eintracht and Hertha will be facing off against each other in, uh, Florida in St. Petersburg at the Al Lang stadium on January the 9th. So, Folks, take your time. If you do live in a, in the cold climates, I mean, Florida, whatever cold place that you're living at the time <laughs> in January, I think it's going to be an easy <laughs> sell. Eintracht will be there from the 2nd to the 10th. And uh, looking forward to another tour of the United... Well, a uh, brief tour of the United States for the Eintracht. And one can only hope... Uh, a very successful tour, considering the fact that we made the Europa League semifinals. But speaking of the Europa League, uh, we're only taking on the team that ended up being in the finals against the team that beat the Eintracht in the semifinals. Chelsea FC uh, defeated Eintracht uh, over two legs in penalty kicks. <sighs> Still not really gotten over that, but you know, hey, uh, Ty will heal all wounds, mm-hmm. as they say. But the team that they uh, defeated in the finals in Baku uh, is a team that is also an Eintracht's group in the Europa League. So this Thursday coming, Eintracht will be facing off against a London-based English team, Arsenal FC. Uh, For people who might have heard of some of these players' names, in case they are not familiar with the team, of which, you know, 
can obviously happen. There's a lot of Buddhists mm-hmm. like a feel of it. Bernd Leno oh, yeah. of Leverkusen. You have uh, Socrates from Bayfall Bay. There, Hendrik Mkhitaryan from Bayfall Bay is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Uzil from Schalke and Werder Bremen? Uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang from Bayfall Bay and mm-hmm. uh, Mustafi. I think he was he with. Uh, Stuttgart, I'm kind of blinking on him. Uh, Not really familiar yeah, with him. Um, his, <laughs> I, I think his youth career uh, was through Germany, and then he got picked up elsewhere and kind of carved out his career outside of Germany. But uh, that all being said, uh, quite a lot of uh, uh, German Bundesliga connections with uh this oh uh, Kolasinac, uh who was also at Schalke, uh, mm. Granite Xhaka, who was at oh gosh, uh, Bruce Munch and Gladbach. So plenty of Bundesliga connection uh, out there, and uh, yeah. So first match of the Europa League season, and we get the biggest team in our group at home. I mean. This team uh, came had a 2-2 draw at the weekend. Uh, a little better, more positive result than we did uh, playing on mm-hmm. Sunday. For me, um, I'm looking at Arsenal and them thinking, okay, we're just going to start off our campaign. We are just expecting just to finish in the top two. We're not really all too bothered. I look at this team and they're and thinking to myself that this is a team that is just we're we're gonna we're gonna be able to take advantage of these guys and take advantage of them rather well and you know I'm kind of excited for this I'm kind of optimistic for the Eintracht's chances mostly due down to more than a few factors so uh, this team has not really taken uh, has not really how would you say? Um, they haven't really kind of, uh, in terms of the way that uh, a lot of these Premier League teams with just these huge followings and big money, they've really mm-hmm. not. They've made a couple of signings uh, by our terms in the Bundesliga, big money signings, uh, spending over twenty-five million on three players, including one player signed for seventy-two million. This is all euros. That is. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a team that uh, I think that they are really a Jekyll and Hyde sort of outfit from everything that I've been able to gleam out there. Uh, you can find more of me kind of previewing with some Arsenal guys, uh, with uh, none other than the Gunner talk, and also a little bit of preview, uh, uh from me on the. Sh- the short fuse on SB Nation, but for me, as uh, Eintracht Homer, let's be honest, Nathan, here, uh, I do see this as an opportunity for the team to take full advantage of and just get out of the starting blocks at an absolute canter. This, the crowd will be up for it. The, the players will obviously be up for it, and unlike uh, in the last group, you were talking about a team that they sh- that based on kind of the way they're following the kind of 
team roster that they have. This is a team that you would expect to find in the Champions League. And not just any Champions League team, but a Champions League knockout phase sort of team. And they're in our group yeah. in the Europa League. This is a very, very big moment for these guys. And I am 100% certain that Adi Hutter and co. will have the team not only ready to kick ass and take names, but uh, will hit them in the mouth from the get-go. Yeah. It's a challenging one to for sure, you know. I mean, they're they're coming off of a of a of a tie, you know, whatever, but um I'm just looking forward to the matches that we have versus the matches that that they have after this. And Aston Villa should not be a problem for a team like Arsenal. Um and then we face Dortmund. So <laughs> I mean, we, we've got to balance Arsenal against Dortmund. Dortmund's a big game because we haven't been getting a lot of points in getting a lot of wins in the Bundesliga. So we, we really do have to to balance the weight here um, to make sure we're both competitive in both matches where they they can throw everything at us and probably skate fine this weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, that presents a big challenge we're going to see their heavy hitters. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't really know how this is going to go. I mean, it could go, it could swing wildly in either direction. And I should also bring out that, uh, Hinkler Mkhitaryan had actually, I forgot about this. Uh, one of the more deadline day moves had actually made his move to Italy, uh, AS Roma. So, uh, kind of oh, really? missed out on that, but uh, needless to say, a very Bundesliga sort of team. Uh, Unai Emery is the manager there, and he has led uh, Sevilla and Valencia previously to some pretty strong European finishes. And I mean, only made the Europa League final last season, so I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, not too shabby. Um, if anything, I'm relishing this opportunity to basically. Well, for any guy who was a part of the DFB Pokal uh, finale versus Bayfall Bay, <laughs> if anything else, just put just stick your cleats right between the fork between that, you know, Gambian's legs and just watch him crumple <laughs> like, like a clump of broccoli. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, no hard feelings there whatsoever. I. Promise, well, especially since we play baseball. Bay, and uh, that's another next. another perspective to bring to this is like that that their their fan base. I mean, you brought up short fuse or whatever, and I mean, like if you if you just scan their page, like there's nothing about this game. They don't. It's it's seeming that they don't even really care about it. Um, and that's probably indicative of their entire fan base. You know, they're looking forward to their weekend game and bigger, bigger matchups against other teams that they've have they've had more experience with. Whereas we still know what it feels like to not have our European play. So they come into our they come into Waldstadion and they're going to see the you know everything that the fans bring to that. So um, it will be interesting from that perspective too. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, Nathan, 
Uh, that all being said, uh, let's kind of focus on our predictions right now uh, for this, of which we can kind of get to Bayfall Bay versus Eintracht at a later date. But right. let's, because goodness gracious me, uh, Europa League has really caught up to us. You know, this will only be our seventh match of the Europa League, uh, counting the six matches that we have taken in qualification and the fans will be up for it. I will go out of my way and say that the Eintracht gets a 1-1 draw in this. I think that Aubameyang is mm. going to be the guy who puts the ball on the back of that. I think that they will want to send out a lot of their kind of guys who, with Bundesliga experience, and yeah, <laughs> I think that the Eintracht will just kind of be snake bit right back in the bum by Aubameyang. Gosh, dang it. It sucks so much, but you know, what can you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what? Yeah. So we'll see a, a, a return of a competitive play against David Luiz, who, um, I felt like had a middling sort of matchup against us against Chelsea. If mm-hmm. I recall, he didn't really play too well, um, but oh, he has, forgot a, he, about him. yeah, he has experience with us now, so he, he'll probably be tipping off whoever, you know, wherever for, he has experience, for so our he style gets of play. a lot of Germanic things, uh, a certain, uh, what was that scoreline? I think it was seven to one <laughs> in uh, 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, that result kind of unhinged him so badly that he started uh you know <laughs> <laughs> he said that he wanted to make everybody smile and all he could do was cry himself yeah just sane but anyways yeah, I, I this is a situation where i feel like they're going to be going for a win not for a tie so it, it'll be on Hinteregger and Abraham and and Hasebe to to keep that back line and and, and keep it stout. Um, so yeah, I mean, do you, I I don't really want to put a a score out there because I don't really know how this is gonna go. You know, mm-hmm. like do we do we play defensively stout at home or do we go for the throat with a offense that isn't exactly decided? It decided its face yet, you know. I don't know. I don't really know what we're gonna come out with. It's a, it's an interesting kind of way to look at it because on one hand you have the opportunity to take advantage of a team that literally views uh, the Europa League and they've realized. Look, let's be honest. They have the sort of squad that you know can like you know throw out one squad for the league, throw out one squad exclusively for your domestic cup competition and Europa League for you know the six Europa League matches and however many domestic cup uh, matches that you play before the turn of the new year. You know when uh, afterwards you got your knockout phases and everything. Unless they're in dire circumstances, yeah. I don't see them really putting out much more than a B-plus team. Yeah, I mean, 
these types of teams live and die on this and they are they're probably banking on the fact that you know if they get a draw against us and and against the other the other group uh matchups then they're probably through so um they don't really have to worry about this round at least like you said but we do we have to worry about every game Indeed, indeed, of which Bayfall Bay does loom large in uh, the foreground, but it is all about the arsenal. We will take on the Bayfall Bay in due time. In due time. I don't want to keep keep it from giving your uh, project uh, prognostication of this game, though, Brian. Do you have a some? You you said one one, right? One one, I think that okay. uh, I think that the likes of if Aubameyang is involved, I think that he will bite us right back in the butt. Um, if he, though, I do think that so long as he does not feature in this match, the Eintracht do have a higher likelihood of coming out the victors because that dude just I don't know what it is about him that just makes me want to you know. Just, well, to put a polite term on it, punch him right in the, punch him right in the face. But uh, that the a guy like that, it just gets underneath your skin, and you're just not having any of that. So that being said, we, we all have those those players that they're just have those. Get your goat. Oh yeah, mine's Davy Selka. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that guy. <laughs> nice. Oh, that was a good one. We'll have to bring up that in a later episode, needless to say. But that's going to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Uh, not, I mean, ooh, uh, no holds barred there. Just saying. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for this uh, episode of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. We'd like to thank all of our listeners, uh, both here in the United States, where we both reside, and abroad for listening uh, we love putting out this content for you. It is by fans, for fans, completely in the English language. Ways you can follow the podcast are uh, subscribing to our uh, uh, Facebook page. That is facebook.com slash hefpod. And I'll, everywhere you can find uh, your podcast, that is HEFpod right there. And uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, that is at HEFpod. Nathan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. And you can follow me at K-C-S-G-E. From all of us here at Hey Hunter Frankfurt, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, we look forward to an excellent match against Arsenal and the Europa League, remember, uh, BR Live in the United States will be holding the broadcast rights there, so you can either mm-hmm. do your subscription or pay as you go uh, per match as some people other uh, might as well do. So, uh, until next time, uh, from all, all of us here at Hey on Frankfurt, juice. Juice. Hey, I'm